0: Gentlemen, you're live from Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, on League!
1: Hi everyone, I'm Ross McLeod and this is Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Today we're talking about Money in the Bank 2018. A show of highs, lows and in-betweens. We're going to cover it all today on Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. On a massive weekend of wrestling for the UK Tournament, Raw, Smackdown, Money in the Bank. First off, a man who was at the UK Tournament, Gary.
2: Hi
3: guys great time in London at the UK Championship, I just hope, we're not going to give any spoilers away tonight, but I just hope that when this airs on the network that the atmosphere I experienced in the Royal
1: Albert Hall comes across on yeah. screen. Uh, Gary had a great time, it was our second choice who was there, we did want Lucy, you know, Lucy who took over our Twitter during that, <laughs> <laughs> Lucy who got threats, you know, nine year old Lassie getting threats for spoilers, there really are some sad people on in the internet. Next up, on his phone, not paying attention, pay attention in class, it's Scott McLeod. <laughs>
4: All right. Sorry, I was texting our mother.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs> Hi, mum. How are you? So worries we'll never get out of this studio. We'll never see us
4: again.
1: <laughs> Next up is a man who I'm upset with for obvious reasons. It's Alan Lucas. Hi, friends. <laughs> the winner of the wooden spoon in our Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet Sweepstake. It was right again. <laughs> Seven Conspiracy. points out of a total eighteen. Conspiracy. Just
5: okay. saying that. Conspiracy. you Picked the wrong people. I I know for a fact I didn't I know you changed it
1: (laughs) (laughs) And next up A woman whose national pride Got in the way Of a perfect 5 out of 5 Takeover score (laughs) It's the bath princess Sarah
6: Nikki should have (laughs) won Nikki (laughs) should have won No
5: she shouldn't
1: I agree She
6: Uh, should have I had that white chocolate cheesecake At the ready I had to go back in the freezer
1: Oh well Build a bridge and get it Anyway Moving swiftly on We're talking about Money in the Bank 2018 And we're going to start off With the duds of the night But first off, talking about our sweepstake, and I can't believe I'm saying this sentence. Stacey won our sweepstake. The woman who doesn't watch NXT and watches WWE part-time beat literally every single one of us. (laughs) But we also have our spare change in the tin, which is our version of Money in the Bank. We have Stevie Wilson, who's buggered off on holiday like he deserves it. We'll explain the rules later on for that, but first off, if you could make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and all good Android podcasting sites, just search Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. While you're at it, drop us a review and give us five stars. If you don't like it, maybe don't leave a review. Go away. <laughs> also, <laughs> on, follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, at Suplex Retweet. Right, spare change in the tin. Yes. The genius name that came up, the quack who came up with. It's still
4: <laughs> but, there, the feasts are fired.
1: Yes, because we have no money or a bank, because we're tramps. <laughs> But yes, Stevie, for the next, up until the square go that is, has the chance to cash in on whoever the champ is on any podcast. It's one quiz question, host choice, final decision. If Stevie's hosting, however, it falls to our MVEP, Kwaku. Yep. That was your intro, by the way. Oh,
7: thank you. It's better than last week. I suppose slapping me in the back of the head would be better than last week, (laughs) But anyway.
1: Moving swiftly on. Anyway, we're going to talk about the duds of the night. And... We need to start with possibly the worst feud of the past two years Sammy Zane, Bobby Lashley Gary, what did you think about this feud?
3: Do we really need to talk about
1: it? Yes, it's on the agenda
3: It's just so, it was just so terrible The segments, I thought they couldn't They'd have to try really hard to do worse than the sisters And then we got the obstacle course And this, this feud has just hurt both of the competitors in my view, and I mean it's almost like, could, you, could we just take Lashley back in time and have him re-debut and try and forget that this ever
1: happened, because he is as, as cold as anything now. Yeah, it's the the large, muscular, model-looking man who's <coughs> built like a Greek god is the babyface, because we're meant to relate to him, and the small, average, skinny, everyday guys that he- Makes sense. Anyway, Scott, what are your thoughts on the whole feud?
4: I'm still hoping that I'm going to wake up and uh, everything that happened to Lashley after he's returned to Rottermania has all been a dream. <laughs> yeah. It's all a dream that it never, it's a horrible dream that never happened. But just to show, if you want to sum up how much people didn't care about this match, the chant of Bobby's sisters was very loud and very prominent.
1: <laughs> yeah, a relatively short match as well. Sami Zayn's apparently nursing some niggling injuries. Uh, Alan, what are your thoughts on the match and the feud?
5: Well, after the first segment, I watched about two minutes and thought, I'm better
3: than this fast-forward it, and, uh, <laughs> every time they came on and I didn't watch the match, Then you it would be an absolute bullfetch. I bet you're feeling pretty smug just about now. Hang on. <laughs> For the
1: viewers l- listening, I'm very really smug right now. Yes. <laughs> smug Tadger, like always, yeah. They, they one from the best. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, I'm much like you, after the sisters one, I did not watch this, like, the, the public apology. Which I read about online and just thought, much like you, I'm better than this. It
5: was horrendous. I I couldn't do it. I really couldn't. It's
1: literally, it's both guys that do their better. And the match as well was, you're thinking, maybe a good match can save it. And it was just a squash match.
5: Yeah, it was like the assault court as well. What relevance is this really? What you're like? Did you go in a dark room, get high, and then (laughs) thought, this'll be funny? And then realised, no, it's not funny at all. Uh, Sarah?
6: Well, I think, see, both of these guys, they deserve much better. Like, they're both really good workers, obviously. Like, we haven't seen Bobby Lashley in years. We deserve a better comeback feud than this. I mean, but, I, like, I, I love Sami Zayn, and he's hilarious at the best of times, but just that was not funny.
1: Yeah, exactly. I felt j- shame. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Sami Zayn felt shame as well. oh
6: well, good. It's
4: very rare that
6: you say the phrase, TNA did it better, but they've Bobby better than this. The hell loser should have went to TNA
1: also next up, it's the most harshly received match (laughs) I've ever watched. The crowd did not even attempt to give this a chance. The Chicago crowd hated Roman, hated gender, and even still, if you watch this on mute, this was at best an average match. A feud that was built on someone costing someone a money in the bank match. I had someone getting speared through a fake wall that folded like cardboard. <laughs> had it It up. was cardboard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, kayfabe, kayfabe. They will hear you. But we also had, as well, two weeks in a row, Roman didn't show up for Raw. That was his whole part of the feud we brought Lesnar, and yet they had that little for this feud. It was like, let's just announce it and keep them off TV. But uh, Gary, what are your thoughts on the on the Chicago crowd, the MVP of this match? I mean, the Chicago crowd
3: behaved the way you would expect the Chicago crowd to react to this match. Why put Jinder and Roman in the position if they didn't want that reaction to it? (laughs) The NXT chants were pretty deafening throughout the match. And one of my um, I suppose the only highlight in this match for me was the overselling by Sunil Singh. Yes. I mean, those boys take one hell of an ass-whipping, don't they? Yeah. Uh, but that oversell from the Superman punch... There was a split second just after the Superman punch into the wheelchair when he went in the ring and Jinder rolled him up in a small package. I thought for a split second, Jinder's going to win this.
1: And then I thought, no, no. But yeah, here's hoping we just... The, the Roman win, it's a case We had nothing for Roman. You know, Roman's moving on. to. Uh, Extreme Rules, he's going to be in the six pack challenge to determine the new number one contender for whenever Brock Lesnar decides to show up again, Alan's favourite wrestler. Uh, Scott, what were your thoughts on this Well,
4: you saw about the the true MVB, I uh, can I agree that the true MVB in like, any gender matches, the same brothers and Sneer especially, who loved to. the second time he tried to interfere by pushing Roman in the post and he got caught by both Roman and the referee he still tried to sit back down in his wheelchair and pretend he was injured even though we could clearly see his hand was out the sling and he clearly wasn't injured and Corey Graves selling it like it's a miracle that he can walk again
1: I did like his intro. Stand up! Well, you first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alan, what did you think of it?
5: It was uncomfortable, <laughs>
1: to be honest.
5: they um, really felt, especially for like Roman, Roman I think so, is a very good wrestler but his character, he can't win, it doesn't matter what he does. Jinder is not particularly great wrestling, but, but he's a good heel, I think. Yeah. But um, it was destined to do and it was just uncomfortable to watch.
1: Yeah, it was like a gazelle getting flung to a pack of tigers. It was just a, <laughs> absolutely uncomfortable. Yeah, I think
5: women. if they could have just done a quick five, six-second match, they should have done it. They should have just got in and out and got away from the crowd because it was just
1: harsh. I think the only thing that could have worked with that really is... Do you remember SummerSlam 2016 where it was meant to be Rusev and Roman and instead of a match they just had a brawl? They just had an absolute slugfest and then they called the match off and then they did the match the next month. Instead of waiting to next month, just put it on raw. Give it three hours of raw to fill every week. Just put that on. People can fast forward.
5: But then again, everyone's getting fed up this rivalry as well. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a really poor story. It started off with a potential, fell on his face.
1: Just get over and done with, move them on. Sarah, you're usually pretty positive. Do you have anything to say about this? Tonight? I took
6: a nap during that match. <laughs> 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 it felt like an opportune time. I'd just driven home from ICW, and I was in and out of the entire pay-per-view, but this felt like the best one was to take a nap. Yeah,
1: I don't think literally anyone could blame me for that that I mean, it. Sorry, I didn't mean to
4: interrupt you, was so considerate, though, to put this on right after that excellent... Uh, coming
1: to mind
6: the bank matches up. people need a rest,
1: let's put Roman agenda yeah, out how there. How dare you try and <laughs> that? Yeah, I think this was uh, it's the biggest star in the company, and it was the Piss Break match, which is just sad. Oh my
6: make. god, they're the new Divas! <laughs> <laughs>
1: it is the new Brock Lesnar <laughs> match. Oh my god! I never thought you would say that and say, it was the Brock Lesnar match, Roman. the time to go home, let's go away <laughs> match.
5: First for everything, Gary, first for everything.
1: And, as we tell Dave, everything. And obviously we had Asuka Carmela.
6: Elsewhere
1: <clears throat> <coughs> He cost me my sweepstake and you know what the worst thing is? I can't even chin him <laughs> 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 See,
6: none of you's believed me, I put in the group chat I was like, oh by the way, he's going to be coming back Nah, 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 he's gone, he's gone Nah, he's coming back Why
5: is there always that one spot one? <laughs> I know, it's usually you. That's
6: because I asked him a box, that's why Can say something? Go like, Now, Sammy
4: and Lashley and Roman mm. Jenner, it's funny you take the piss at them but... I wasn't expecting them to be anything, and they were exactly what you expected. Everything else in the night I really liked. This, for me, is the lone, like, terrible thing on this pay-per-view. Not only does it cost me a toothache. And it did. <laughs> and I remember feeling so bad for Ellsworth when he got released and he did that Talk Jericho interview after it I thought, oh, I hope you can get back. And then he came back and got him sick. <clears throat> and now I wish this upon him.
6: I never thought he would dress in Japanese drag.
1: Yeah,
4: that... I'm so awkward. just <laughs> stared at him for ages, like...
1: Yeah, they were making it, it as if it's haunted. It's came to life. It's like it's quite clearly a man in drag. It yeah. <laughs> was like a Scooby Doo villain, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it
6: was me all along. It wasn't you,
1: darn
3: kids. I, I was I was hoping that this match was going to be the sort of rehabilitation of that, or the start of the rehabilitation of Asuka, because she's been floundering. I think ever since WrestleMania, and it's as if they don't know what to do with her anymore. And this match, I think this is going to really hurt her. I worry about the future for Asuka.
4: It's so a she's a great talent as well. Yeah. That kick, sorry, that kicked that, uh, uh, sorry, I say kicking in inverted commas, that Carmel had when she was a and lightly grazed her cheek in that beat up <laughs> You can quite clearly see, that wasn't as bad as the Laura and Alistair Black botch, but.
1: Yeah, the only person to ever win a Royal Rumble and not win a world title in the is Lex Luger, and, which we'll talk about in the next match as well. It looks like Nakamura and Asuka could be going that way.
3: Yeah, I, I think Carmella is a good heel, and <coughs> Ellsworth when he was with her first time round, they, they had something, didn't
1: they? Um, should she be the women's champion? No, yeah. I don't think so. I think she's getting values as snivelling you, but yeah. I think Ellsworth should I get involved more for the simple fact that you know you've seen three and four finishers fail to put Aska down, and Scott said a lightly grazed kick. What's that going to do? But, you know, we've wasted far too much time on this garbage of the night. <laughs> Let's talk about an absolutely stellar match. It's the WWE title match between AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. Last man standing stipulation. Scott, thoughts on the match?
4: I was in two minds of it at the time. in that I really wanted to have heel uh, Nakamura have a run with the title. But then I seen like, they tip the match itself and the finish itself. Because it was the forearm for the table. I think, like... I can't really be mad at a match that good. I think it's quite, I think people would be the best match they've had uh, since, they, since Mania, their the whole series. And uh, I must say, so I'm only to figure the fact that Nakamura didn't win, the fact that the match was so good.
1: Yeah, it's a very shame.
5: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, this is the match, this rivalry is needed. Um, as I've said, well, I'm a big Styles fan. I did expect him to lose. Quite surprised he didn't. Um, as we've seen before, I don't believe in the long title reigns anymore. I think they need to be four months tops now to keep a bit of freshness. Um, but, wow, what a match. Incredible. But it's a, it's a shame it's had to come to the end before we've actually seen what the rivalry, But it's the dream rivalry, the one we all wanted. And it's, had to, it's great it's ended in a high, but the match of that quality should have been from the get-go
6: i think the best thing is that it actually didn't end in a this time it was the best last man standing match i've seen in a long time in the WWE like you'll see mediocre ones you'll see kind of good ones but this one you could not tell which way it was going to go like they were getting up at the like the counting nine and <coughs> just like guys ah, actually like that looks like i i did have to escape to to finally take it but obviously now thinking of why they kept the belt on AJ it makes total sense obviously given the fact that he's now on the cover of 2K19, it understands that it will run until maybe at least Survivor Series with this, keep it a full year, because the game comes out right not October, so probably actually makes sense, but I would have loved to see a heel Nakamura, So just like not cutting promos in any English, that would have been hilarious, <laughs> or a broken English thing, I don't speak English, but yeah.
3: Yeah, when Nakamura won the rumble and he picked AJ Styles, I was like, yes, great decision, well done WWE. And I approached this match, I was really not interested in this match. I thought the feud and all the subsequent matches have been really disappointing and a letdown. And I just couldn't get into this match and the build-up to it. (coughs) And this is one of the reasons I'm not happy about the change to the to the, to the mixed-branded pay-per-views going forward because we're going to get this a lot more often rather than a, a period of time to build a story. They're going to go from one big show to the next big show and so on. Um, this match, what, the guys said already, it was a great match, thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm glad the feud's over, I've got to say now, and they can both move on. With it as well it being a great match. I love some of the storytelling that went on during the match, the the cowardly heel, the Nakamura begging off, and I really like sort of vicious side that we've seen from AJ through it, that kick to the groin Ooh. was Ooh. <laughs> something else. And some of the spots in the match as well, that like you mentioned the forearm, but the styles clash off the oh. stairs as well. That was some that was some move this match far exceeded my expectation as Alan said it was the, it's the type of match that you expected from
1: these guys and we should have had every time essentially yeah I think thinking back now you know the promo that Nakamura cut on AJ before the six pack challenge at Fastlane he should have done the low blow after that six pack challenge and went into WrestleMania as a heel because the sort of respect I, oh I'm doing it for a dream match I'm Like you're fighting for the WWE title <coughs> It should not matter who you're fighting, like, it's the fact that that guy's WWE type, like, it's something that WWE does a lot these days, like, we, we, take, we took the mickey with the historic first time ever, like, we would seen the Hell in the Cell with Sasha and, uh, Charlotte, yeah, right. drew a blank there, uh, oh, the women deserve it, like, it wasn't, it wasn't about deserving, it was the fact that it's an end of a feud match, it kills people, this was a WWE title match, it doesn't matter that it happened in Japan, it doesn't matter that... Everyone wanted it, it was the fact that it was the WWE title, you won the Rumble, you want to be the guy in WWE. Yeah. If you think back to
3: Mania 17 Ross and the build up to that Rock and Austin match you had from Austin, the um, I have to win this rhetoric that was coming out, there had been something similar from eight, from Nakamura and the build up to that match that would then
1: more naturally led on to the heel turn. Yeah, the fact, that, sorry, the fact that they're mentioning New Japan and Ring of Honour and outside companies more I and mean, more, could they not have had Nakamura taunted you in the lead up to it, I beat you before on, on Japan's biggest stage, now I'm going to beat you on the world's biggest stage. Uh, Alan, what are your thoughts on the actual the, the rivalry itself? Overall, really poor.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, it's very staggering, everything you can hear, just waiting on the low, low climate coming. Um and it just kind of felt like they didn't really know what to do with us or where to go. It was like when Na- the match WrestleMania, the match, didn't turn out that way. Naka and Moira turned heel, brilliant. We think, okay, here's the story of the beginning, and it just never picked up. It was, to me, it was one stage above the Roman gender rivalry. Yeah. It was just, in these two guys for, don't deserve, because for me, as I said, for the best part of 10 years, Styles the best in the world, I'll argue with anyone, he is the guy, but to have probably Another other guys on the top five, in my opinion. That talent, wasted, it, it infuriates me as a fan. Especially because right now I feel SmackDown's a stronger brand. Uh, I feel, in general, the guys are getting used better. But to have the rival the way it went, it's really, really poor. All I can hope is maybe 18 months, two years down the line, if they go back at it, let the two guys go like they did in New Japan. Let us actually see them wrapping each other and have these epic matches. I reckon if they two guys were allowed to do what they wanted to do, you would be talking their matches as the greatest match for time. That's my opinion.
6: Yeah, no, I completely agree with Alan. Like, see, they actually given that kind of control. Like, it's not like they're rookies, the they are experienced wrestlers of more than 15 years each. They should have been allowed to at least have more control over this match, especially the one that they had at Mania. But I do feel now it has actually improved. Like, it was actually interesting to watch. Like, obviously, any other matches that I've been watching throughout this entire feud, I'm just like, right right where's the small blow? ah ah there it is right okay I'm away now
1: Yeah, as well I think what really annoyed a lot of people were talking about the Wrestlemania match didn't turn it we spoke before about The Rock eh, sorry Miz and John Cena being a prelude the main event of Wrestlemania was built to set up the next year's Wrestlemania mm-hmm. we had the WWE title match at Wrestlemania it's the start of a feud. It, it never works that way it's either the guy gets his shot and loses it, <laughs> or it's it, by getting screwed over Like you know Del Rio Or The Rock uh, Or You have the guy win You get the obligatory rematch And the guy either Goes away for a bit Or moves brand And it ends the feud And this Like you said like The greatest royal Rumble, I think hurt this Or. Because I think they announced it And then went Who else can we actually have Fight AJ And it just I think It's a disappointment To a feud mm. No absolutely I
5: totally agree It's a feud that's similar to Woman gender yeah, like,
4: I don't think a lot of people are usually expecting WrestleMania to get kind a of start always Usually that's always been positioned as the big blow for all the stories come to the head and the climax and all that But uh, people weren't expecting it, they were putting it all out just similar to what this match was at Mania But it's been realised it was maybe slow to start the feud and then at Backlash you were, it looked like you were getting what this match was and then that finish came, that really stupid finish that then led to this match. You could tell when the series were going to the count. by having a last man stand match, the next pay per view. So, but yeah, uh, like main reason I was upset that Nakamura didn't win, even though the match was so good, uh, was mainly that since WrestleMania, heal Nakamura for me has been one of the highlights of uh, SmackDown. And both uh, well, the all was to get stupid to a point where they're like hey, you're really bring this on yourself. So, yeah, I really like to see how he would have like added the tight on the table would have made that much better but if you don't know you've seen that uh, it looks like since he's going to feed with Jeff Hardy.
3: I didn't get why it was a last man standing match when the match before this finished in a double how, so you mean Neil, that match
1: where there should have been a winner?
3: Yeah, yeah. When neither guy could answer a call of ten, whereas the last man standing match is all about mm-hmm. like right. the guy mm-hmm. be, you should be you, the punch should be so bad you can't answer a call of ten. That that didn't make any sense to me. Still, well, I've seen rumour online. Apparently, what we're seeing this feud obviously I never really happened. The
5: fans did not buy it. Apparently, need went wait and went, Right, it's up to you. Pick the match. Go with it. And see what happens. And what if that rumor is true. They should be taking note, not just for those guys, but for loads of guys in the roster and the girls as well. Give these guys a the chance to actually go and show what they can actually do. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I
4: don't know if it's true, but, uh, there's rumors online that uh, Gargano Champa was maybe a last man standing match as well, but they had to change it to street fight because of this match.
1: Yeah, I think they'll probably get last man standing at Takeover Brooklyn with Gargano Champa and I'm. Hey, if that continues that feud, then I'm all for it. But we move on to what was my match of the night, the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. There was sports galore in this match. There was a surprise winner that not one of us in the sweepstake predicted. You, Alan, you showed me the bet nodes at the start of the start of the night. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was,
5: I did say to you like off air last week. I was kind of thinking about uh, Alexa Bliss, and I thought she's been the champion too long. She's been dominating for a while. They'll cut her back. There's no to her. But then I didn't have the guts. It was too late, I probably changed my mind as well. And um, we were going to the IC Dub to see that she was, I think, five to two on. You know, it was like, well, it's not worth actually putting my money on that because I'm getting nothing back. So um yeah.
1: So Sarah, what were your thoughts as the host of the first ever historic women's show? By the way, we're doing a second women's show in September, guys. If you like that, check it out again. Uh, thoughts on the match Sarah?
6: I will kill you first of all. <laughs> No, I actually really enjoyed it. Like, see last year obviously with just being exclusive to SmackDown, you had six lasses for, uh, for SmackDown that mm, no, I don't think any of them any of them <coughs> that have been in that kind of match before. I mean obviously we were all talking about what's in on Total Divas shopping for lathers and having to get her dad to help her climb it. Um, so it's a big improvement on last year's obviously you've got eight lasses over the two brands and they're all experienced in their own way. Maybe apart from Alexa, because I don't think she's ever been anywhere near a set of ladders. Um, but see, just the story, like even you know, the storytelling throughout it as well, it's like they all want it. But see, there's a couple of things in it. obviously, like Alexa made Becky look incredibly stupid at one point during the match. And you're just like, why, 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 why? Yeah. But from what I was seeing online, Natalia was actually supposed to win that match. Yes, I know and I know they I had, had changed it, they had changed it last minute.
1: I'm rather upset that I had on the week I sweep. think they heard Ross <laughs> Ron, I like
6: they have Scott sorry yeah <laughs> yes oh Scott I don't want men winning I'm my guys she's not winning <laughs> Six, thanks you, you screwed all of us out this week's sake
1: <laughs> so Scott's sitting there currently doing the yes 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 motion Uh you had a, a <laughs> you, who did you have in sweepstake again?
4: yeah uh, Sasha Banks.
1: Yes, but you also had sort of in brackets anyone but Natalia.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, now the reasons Alan said about uh, Alexa been champion for so long, it was between her and Banks for my pick, and that's the reason I didn't go with Alexa. So I could have got a point, but as we've seen the rest of the night, my sweepstake pretty much fell off a cliff after this, so it wouldn't have mattered. But yeah, I was like, oh Alexa, and then I realised, yes, it's not Natalia. Because you, you were watching but you've seen every time Natalya went anywhere near it looked like she was climbing the ladder I was like, no, no, anyone else
1: Yeah, Scott's reaction was that if Michael Miles had broke into his room with a knife Just like, no, no, no
4: But I do agree with you, but this, this was match it Because I, I, I felt the, the one last year, the Smackdown exclusive one was It felt like they were a bit hesitant to let them really go all out with the ladder in case they got too seriously hurt it clearly didn't have that concern here because people were taking bumps on it. ladders, Lana's sitting an X Factor on the side of a ladder which looked pretty mm-hmm. But, uh, this, like I said to you, it's similar to what I, how I felt about the Elimination Chamber, and that I felt the women's one was much better than the men's, and the, much like the Elimination Chamber, the main highlight of the men's one was Braun Strowman.
1: Yeah, we'll get into him later on. Uh, Gary? I'm sitting here feeling very old
3: The reference to Michael Myers Because I know there's another Halloween movie coming out Which is 40 years since the first one And I remember buying the VHS of Halloween H2O 20 years
1: ago Me too Yes, Gary's part of our Help the Aged programme Where we get aged people back onto the radio (laughs) On the wireless (laughs) On the wireless On the wireless There were a
3: few things that I... Like, so some of you might not like me, with, so I've got some things I loved about the match and some things that I didn't love about the match, so I loved the pace of this match. It was particularly the, towards the finish where it sort of looked like somebody was going up the ladder and somebody made a comeback and it was really built up a bit of excitement to it. There was a great face-off between Charlotte and Becky yes. at the top of the ladders, which I hope... We'll uh, see that again. We'll that's That, good, that you know, That's a little hint for something to come, isn't it? And some of the spots that you mentioned, there was a great. Uh, you mentioned Natalya through Gritty teeth earlier on, Scott. <laughs> so her power bomb off of the, what was it, Ember Moonster to off the rope, top rope, and then into the ladder, which I thought was pretty. I uh, would like a harp into. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then Ember Moon's high cross body yes. onto Sasha. That. Would be well, painful. see, we all thought
6: that. Like, I'd read somewhere it was going to be the eclipse. So I'm quite glad they, if that was the original one, yeah. then they changed it to a cross body because like what James said on the the NXT preview show that could have hurt really badly and injured her so badly so a cross body was a good way to go about it
3: the things that I didn't like about it so (coughs) the finish Becky was stood at the top of the ladder had the clip justice for Becky (laughs) Uh, you know the timing was off a bit there wasn't it yeah she
4: did look like she could have just easily took it she was just waiting for Alexa to get there like she's are you you're a bit late
3: yeah I also, I thought there were too many people in this match and I'm not sure it, gets, it helped to get anybody else over, apart from the winner, maybe Ember Moon, but eight people in the match, I, I just thought that was too many for this one, yeah. I'd have been happier with six.
1: I'm actually a fan of the, i seen somewhere online that they put, why not have, you know, we've had two battle royals at WrestleMania this year, a men and a women's one, they said why not have the women's money in the bank at Wrestlemania and the Andre the Giant battle royal at Wrestlemania and then at SummerSlam have the women's battle royal and the men's money in the bank it means you have it's not just battle royals to get everyone on the card you can make them for someone and plus it spaces out money in the bank because
3: like
1: what we're saying here two money in the banks in the one night there's either going to be one you're like yes that was amazing I always find the first one is better because yeah. you've seen it it's like I just watched this like two hours ago and the second one kind of you feel fatigue for it mm-hmm. I think spreading it out a bit Would be a bit better uh, Sarah you talked about Ember Moon We've seen <coughs> the, uh, the video for the indies Where she performs an clips off the ladder Surprisingly the spot she didn't do One of our panellists took Ember Moon the sweepstake That was Quacker but That's your cue to talk mate I'll, I'll <laughs> You took Ember Moon the sweepstake did I choose him? Yes, you chose him <laughs> You the were the only me. one yeah, yeah. I've got the message on my phone and everything I'm sure I picked Natalia No, you picked Ember Moon
4: You better not pick Natalia
5: <laughs> even said on the show last week Ember Moon mm-hmm. To be fair, I Did picked that. Bailey in the sweepstakes. Did I?
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in fairness, Gary's Bailey prediction was with the superfan Lucy with a knife at his throat <laughs> Daddy, if you want to walk again, you will pick Bailey Erm, <laughs> um,
7: yeah <laughs> um, I think I've forgotten exactly what I done, but yeah, no, I'm a big Ember Moon fan, and um, not everybody on the NXT Dream Team agrees with me, but that's another bathroom. Um, and but yeah, I'm a big fan, and um, I think what she does is amazing. She's a amazing technical wrestler. Her um, the speed that she does her moves at as well and also the backstory as to how she ended up in WWE is another fantastic story so yeah that's why I'm a big fan of, and I, I couldn't buy into anything that she really does
1: in my opinion Yeah and as Booker T reminds us every time he's in country, I trained her, I, I, I trained her but, good for uh, you son He's like the Hart family, they need to take credit for every Canadian I was
4: going to well, say, you would bit sorry Michael, Michael uh, I was going to say thank God he wasn't on country during this match whereas we were, we were constantly remind us that to I think? Would he have been better or worse than joining the
3: coachman? Oh, for
1: Christ's sake. They are you both, leave
3: the coach alone.
1: They are both terrible. Yeah. I'm, f-
3: I'm feeling sorry for the coach because he makes a botch and then Corey or whoever else oh, in commentary rips him. funny
6: everybody. Just
3: don't, don't draw attention to the mistakes. It's funny when it's
6: back but not the coach because yeah. he's still quite new to this. Uh, so give him some time. i just make for Corey make a
3: botch and then... Twer- oh my oh God. <sighs> yes, I, I
6: can't wait for him to get slaughtered.
3: Yeah. I did love the botch when Michael Cole's...
1: Uh, Thought that Sergeant Slaughter was dead. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Uh, oh, sorry, I don't. Sorry, Scott. Bonny said, "I missed this." What was it? It
3: was in. Was it in the Greatest Royal Rumble? He said, uh, I so. played, I, "The late paid great paid great Sergeant Slaughter." The late Slaughter. Great <laughs> and then I they went to like... the video package and came back, and and somebody says, "So Michael, how is Sergeant Slaughter?" <laughs> I used to now on commentary,
4: I think I think I'm like I used to think The Rock was too harsh on you back in the day, but no you deserved everything
1: you got. <laughs> yeah, on that commentary table were two people that The Rock used to be like, relentlessly, Michael Cole and Coach. And Kevin Kelly. No, on commentary though? Good God, Sorry, you're lucky I'm no Cody Graves calling attention to that. <laughs> I wasn't really totally <laughs> paying attention
5: to you to be fair.
1: <laughs> yeah. In fairness the Botches, I made in these bloody intros, I can't exactly run into it.
5: Can I just make one last point about this match? Eh, I think huge Props needs to go to Lana for this. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, yes. Because Lana, obviously... Is the best. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> is the best, like, like but we all know she's not the best technical wrestler in this match, probably the poorest. Mm-hmm. But I've seen videos and I've heard a lot about the training she undertook for this match. Daniel Bryan literally taking her up a 20 foot ladder and throwing her off it, mm-hmm. training her constantly, and she she looked on par with every single person on that match. In that match, she didn't really put her foot wrong. She took some serious bumps, mm-hmm. and I thought she was excellent in that. And if i had to rate them all, of, you know the best or the worst. I think the only person I'd rate higher than her, honestly, is Ember Moon. I thought she was exceptional. There you go.
1: Yeah, L- Lana does deserve a lot of credit for simple. I think people are too harsh on her online She trained to be a- She was a manager, she was an actress She was brought in as Rusev's manager It wasn't meant to last very long She then Trained to be a wrestler with like three weeks Notice to WrestleMania 32 Competed in one tag match, a couple of NXT house shows And then they threw her in a, a world title match Because basically Like we said last year, Money in the Bank It was just SmackDown people that match, I think, was pretty poor, for the simple fact you had Becky, Natalia and Charlotte, <coughs> veterans and naturals, and then you had someone like Tamina, who, I'm sorry, is just god-awful, and then you had Carmella, who's not, I, I, again, someone else. Just, just kind of raw,
5: yeah.
1: just, just developing. Yeah, someone who's not quite there yet, and you had poor Lana in her first match get flung into a world title match, mm. just because we don't have enough women. The whole idea was we were going to originally
5: build the women's division round her. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I can see that. And then you actually see her start to rest when you realise, she's, she's not there yet. She's going to need a lot of time. Um, and I think Gerv's uh, starting to prove her worth now. And uh, you know, hopefully, maybe in about a year's time, I can see her definitely being a world champion easily. And or she'll I'll be on her own merit. Miss Money
6: in the Bank.
3: On that, on our own merit, absolutely. Wonder how it'd have gone with Lana because she's been over for, for ages now, yeah. hasn't she? Well
6: she's ne- she's never been not over. Yeah. I mm-hmm. wonder
3: how it'd gone rather than her first feud being on the main roster, if she'd done a, a period of sort of cutting her teeth wrestling in the NXT?
6: hmm Well she was doing house shows for like a wee while like, they'd actually taken her back to NXT but only to do house shows, they so never <coughs> put her on TV once. I, I, think that, that, I think that I think it was probably a big mistake but they didn't want to separate her from Rusev, because at that time Rusev really needed her. Mm-hmm. So. Well, he did
1: that with the Funkadactyls didn't he? Oh my they God. No, don't up. talk
6: about the Funkadactyls
1: Yeah, they sent Cameron back to NXT yeah. and then how them went. Nope. nope. <laughs> yeah, so I think
5: that's the fear. If you do go back, you never make it back.
3: If your NXT's NXT, best product right now, mean, I think if you told me oh, you're going to NXT, you're like, your dancer, I want to watch
6: We'll be
3: able to ask Mike Nellison, won't we? Yeah, so he's done like to NXT now, but I think not that, say yeah. no to. I think so. Uh,
4: yeah, sorry, don't you go, Sorry, if he's going back to NXT, as long as he takes that really awesome theme song with him, then I'll be happy. <laughs> see, this is what,
6: like, obviously, like what uh, Scott just said, is when they say they go back down to NXT, I don't see NXT as a developmental brand anymore. I see it as on par with Raw SmackDown and Two Live. It's not. It is supposed to be the devel- developmental brand, but I don't see it as that anymore because they're the actually better than the main m- main Raw Yeah, the main,
5: it's, the, it's the best product, mm. I think the way you should be the way you should be talking about it is, no, you're going up to NXT.
6: Or going to NXT. Yeah. It's, like, it's just like it's just like a yeah. superstar shakeup. Oh look, you're going to NXT from Raw. Strip is we and fed, It's not a
5: developmental. Yeah, well, anymore. that's just, they're all supposed to be doing that as well because they have said there is going to be guys from. Mm and Ruby as well from and Smackdown
3: are getting put into NXT yeah. we started tonight talking about some of the duds from the Money in the Bank show if we were talking about the duds from the Takeover show that would be an
1: incredibly short conversation <laughs> wouldn't it there? there was no, there was no there duds there was no duds Scott's dud there was not enough Keith Lee <laughs> yeah. oh,
4: come on tell me you didn't want to bask in his glory. what a look at that glorious man
1: speaking of NXT you can listen to our NXT Dream Team podcast hosted by Kwaku with Strack Sarah uh, Ryan wasn't on James and Stevie who went on holiday and abandoned us all we will not let that go Stevie so we're going to go for a break now during our break you'll hear the first segment of Raw this week which was our new women's champion Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey wrecking all hell on security Kurt Angle and Alexa Bliss herself but before we go to a break a wee brain teaser for you what is the most popular month for Money in the Bank cash in is it August June April or November. Stick around and we'll give you the answer after the break. Hi, this is James
0: Ellsworth. Duh, and you're listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet.
2: I thought you'd be doing physical therapy with Nia Jax, but did you come out here to show me all the bruises and welts from the Money in the Bank briefcase that I left all over your body? Or did you come out here to learn a little lesson? Because clearly you don't understand the difference between UFC and WWE. No, no, it's true. Because last night what I did was 100% perfectly legal, legal. Now, it's not all bad, Rhonda, I will tell you this. Last night, you looked like you were just seconds away from making Nia tap. But I guess we will never know now, will we? (laughs) You're out here because you just couldn't stand the fact that last night, the headlines were about you. Last night, ESPN did an interview with me. Bleacher Report did a story on me. Sports Illustrated, Forbes, CBS News, me, me, me. Because I'm the Raw Women's Champion, Rhonda. And you are, I'll say it, irrelevant. <laughs> and if you ever want a championship opportunity, you better get in the back of the line, you overhyped rookie.
0: Rousey provoked by the champion. This is inexcusable. William oh, Rousey took out the general manager. You can't put your hands on Kurt Angle. With the briefcase and Rousey caught her. And Ronda Rousey now. Rousey's lost it. Ronda Rousey incensed. Hey Alexa, but that hurts. Her, get her under control. Oh No, Oh, oh no, Rousey is assaulting the general manager. What is she thinking? Oh, well, there's frustration, anger, but there's a line, and you do not cross it. What are you doing? Oh, not A frenzied, irate Rousey. And oh, what is oh, she doing? trying to talk her off the- off the ledge and now Rousey assaulting the officials. I can almost understand bliss, but putting your hands on Kurt Angle and the referees for no reason. Ronda Rousey for has no completely reason. gone off. She has gone berserk. Ronda Rousey was provoked by the champion. Oh my God, this is inexcusable. Oh my God, that's the champion Alexa Bliss up on the shoulders of Rousey. Look at the power, Ronda Rousey. Plus oh no no. oh. to the table! Rousey put bliss to a table. I love it, she's talking trash! Well, Ronda better enjoy herself cuz I'm sure there's gonna be ramifications and repercussions for what we just saw. You're yeah, Corey, right. you're exactly right. But right now, Ronda Rousey does not care. Ronda Rousey went too far tonight, she was provoked by the champion. That was one thing, but then she assaulted our general manager. She assaulted the, the officials here tonight. All the frustration coming from what happened last night at the Money in the Bank. I don't
2: need you or anyone else condescendingly telling me that this the UFC, the
0: WWE is different, okay, I get it, I understand. No no, 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 you don't get it, all right, you don't get it, Rhonda. That's the point, okay, I don't even know what to do right now. I mean, I'm sorry, but the you're gonna be suspended for 30 days. I don't have a choice. You might even ruin your chance of ever being the world champion, the world women's champion. I'm sorry, but just
1: just get your things, get your things to You
0: sound real go. sorry. This is your resident
6: Purple Rain here, and you are listening to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet.
7: Ladies
0: and gentlemen, you're live from Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, on Strathclyde
1: Fusion! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet's Money in the Bank 2018 review. Uh, before the break we asked you a question, what is the most popular month for a Money in the Bank cash-in? Is it August, June, April, November? Gary what was your guess? August. Scott? Uh, June. Gary? Uh, Alan? I'm going to go April. Sarah?
6: I would have said April.
1: The only person that got it right was Scotty Boy, it was June. But unfortunately the title's not in the line, we get <laughs> nothing moving swiftly on. We're I, get, top- I get bragging rights. Yeah, enjoy that then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, we spoke before the break about the women's money in the bank match and the surprise winner of Alexa Bliss. We talked about how all that was also in that match of the night. I think this match as well has a, has a contention for it. Ronda Rousey, Nia Jax, Gary, Rousey just continues to be unnatural to WWE, I think.
3: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I was said. A bit sceptical about this match going into it, I think folk uh, that have listened to the pod before will know I am not a member of the Nia Jax fan club and I don't think there's any doubt, this was Nia's best match ever. And there was so much about this match that was great, I loved the storytelling about it, and I remember at the time when the match got announced, there was a lot of talk about, well why is Ronda going in it, but if you think about it <coughs> uh, why is Ronda getting this title match at this point, when you think about it, it was announced on the carpet of the NBC Universal screening, WWE were in the midst of negotiating massive TV deals the coverage they got from that with their biggest star at the time was was great. Yeah, right. I, sorry, carry on go. No, no, I was going to say, in this match for me, just uh, exceeded all expectations, and I would agree with what you were making, Ross, about this being a for match of the night.
1: Yeah, as well, you were talking about it was on the NBC Upfront uh, yeah. red carpet. I think it was WWE, they love a good bit of mainstream publicity, something we really hate about them <laughs> these days, they're kind of attention whores. Uh, but yeah, biggest way to announce it, Ronda Rousey's first singles match, People were a bit upset that she was going straight to the title, <coughs> when you look at the fact that she was possibly UFC's most dominant female. Yeah. Only woman to ever defend a women's title I believe, to this yeah. point.
3: I was really pleased with the finish, because the finish of the match helps with the story, so Ronda gets out of the match without losing and without being the champion, mm-hmm. and it tees up some nice stories going forward.
1: Also Nia Jax didn't tap out, which has always been her Achilles heel, she can't get out of submission, so I think that keeps her strong. Uh, Sarah?
6: Uh, well, no, I completely agree with Gary. Obviously, it was a good end to the match. It made Ronda look strong. It made Nia look strong, and it didn't actually make any of them look like an idiot. I mean, I probably, I mean, I do like Nia Jax, but she kind of bores me in her uh, title run right now. Like, she's she was interested in the lead up to. Obviously, she was the one getting bullied and all this that, but then she was sort of being a lead tweener as soon as she got that title because you didn't know. She was like she was supposed to be the babyface but she was cutting heel promos at the same time I mean it just it was too confusing If anything I actually would have had Ronda just take the belt And have Alexa cash in on, on Ronda straight there and then And had it lead up to Triple Threat at SummerSlam
1: It's a good shout <coughs> uh, Yeah I think you're talking about Nia Jax's title run being pretty boring I think it's more much like we like to Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler It's the chase to the title it's when these people get the title, it's like, where do we go from here? It's why most babyface world title runs don't tend to work.
4: Uh, well, I say, Guy, if you're not a part of the fan club, please join. I'll get you a free t-shirt. thank <laughs> 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 no, like, you yeah, I'm quite a fan of uh, Jackson. I, I agree that uh, this is probably a condition for matching it, because you can tell Rhonda she's not the best on promos just yet. She probably could do it like a manager. kind of like her brother has has, but uh, you can tell she really wants it once she actually steps in, She really works for it, she wants to be here and she put in a hell of a showing. And, and uh, I think I heard at the time that the reason she got that table match so soon was because uh, they didn't want to like, leave her off. my Bank has already left her off uh, back for <coughs> so a smart decision. Uh, they're, paid, they're obviously getting all this money, she's this big star, they need to use her. And they didn't want to put her in the my Bank because they didn't plan on her winning so they had to do something so they put her in this uh this title match and i think they both put in the hell zone i've been a big fan of nia Jax for a while but i agree i've been kind of disappointed with our title ring it, kind of it was kind of a creative way to get around giving her the title so soon they give her a, a
7: proper story
1: yeah it was a sort of i call it the alicia fox heel turn because every time you see her on tv she has changed from face to heel again people talk about the big show mm-hmm. this was sort of like nia Jax's one it was like I, I'm fighting for women everywhere. You know, women of all shapes and sizes. And then the next week, it's you're too small to fight me. You're puny. <laughs> uh, Alan, what were your thoughts on the the match before the cash-in?
5: I thought it was a decent match. Um, you know, obviously both guys, look, both of them looked quite strong as well. Right? some of the power bombs, especially the power bomb with the the armbar as well. That was quite thunderous. Um, I th- it's kind of excellent as it's already been said, both of them look quite strong. I'm glad that Rousey didn't win the title. I think it would have been an outcry if she won it. It a lot of the fans that were happy she was even in the match. But I can understand that people are saying they're a bit fed up of uh, Jax's running at the moment, but Vincent, I'm not saying it's disrespectful because I can't slag anyone. If you ever see me, you'll understand why. <laughs> um, because she has nearly twice the size of all the other female wrestlers, it's quite hard to work a storyline, to put her in with someone to have a rivalry so I think she's probably, she has probably lose the title eventually, and I think well she has, sorry, but if the only other way it could have worked other than the cash in would have been, it was, I feel like a fetal phobia or something like that, but they all have to gang up now. her. Um, and I felt it was right that Rousey didn't win one on one with
3: thought, especially because it was her first match. I was- Pleased with the reaction from the Chicago audience for Rousey when she came out, because I wasn't too sure how that was going to go for the reasons that Alan just touched on. But they seemed to really welcome her, didn't they? Yeah. And um, and that the crowd were really into the matches throughout. There were some sequences in it. I loved the when Rousey made her comeback, and there was this sort of vicious sequence of
1: sort of strikes and knees into (coughs) Nia. She looked really strong. Yeah. we also had after as we said the match ended in DQ it looked like Rousey was about to claim her title I think everyone thought oh god they're going to put the title on her straight away and then Alexa Bliss all five feet of her mm-hmm. she absolutely lamped her with I mean with Barb hitting chair shots to the head for obvious reasons she only took her head off with that shot with the briefcase well that was interesting because
7: sorry that was a point to miss out. AJ Styles actually did yes. last on the head with her chair did it? Yep. yeah, yeah. I, honestly I must outside and the first time in
1: eight years, I said. So. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I think the last one was Undertaker, Triple H, WrestleMania. And both men were fined for it. But yeah, we had the, the cash-in absolutely lamped <laughs> with the briefcase. Match ends in DQ, Naya avoids tapping, Rousey gets the win. And then we had Alexa Bliss champion again. It was a sort of a, a mixed response online. Obviously, the Chicago crowd getting to see a cash-in. Whenever you get to see a cash-in, it's like we're gonna see a new champion, that's always fun to see. But the online community was kinda of mixed with it. Scott, what were your thoughts on it?
4: Uh, I liked it, cause I legit didn't see it <coughs> happening so soon. Lobby did point out she had it for about 60 minutes or so. So technically Kane's record for catching the same night is still intact. He Still got one record to his name, but just give it a few years for one we'll have that record as well.
1: <laughs> yes, wait, Stevie talks about me shoehorning the rock in every episode. Scott McLeod, is ambition in life is to shoehorn Kane into every conversation. Morning, how's your day? Fire! Like Kane's pyro!
4: <laughs> Come on, that, that transition was seamless though, about the money in the bank. <laughs>
1: yeah, but... Um, Sorry,
4: I like I, didn't, like, I said to you like, I looked at it and thought, I didn't even consider they would do it the same night, so I thought, I had a feeling like Alexa would try and cash in and maybe lose. Might be the first one to lose, because they've had the first cash in out of the way, so they can do the cashing in and losing. So uh, yeah, I was quite surprised to see them because I heard the cheer, I thought, I actually thought Stephanie man, was coming back to get revenge on Ronda from WrestleMania. And that would have got, really got some heat.
1: Please don't mention that woman's name in my presence. Yeah,
4: she would be kind of like, Stephanie. Too, too, like, now I would fully turn heel, align herself with Stephanie and give like, more of a chase for Ronda.
1: Uh, Sarah, what were your thoughts on, because uh, we never really got into thoughts of Alexa plus winning the money bank. Alexa winning money in the bank and then cashing in the same night.
6: Little Miss Bliss is back on top. <laughs> and I love it. No, um, it's obviously like, see, I don't think, I don't obviously, we'll get to it later in the show, so with the men's one, Alexa Bliss called it Team Little Big, where the Money in the Bank briefcase hold ours. I mean, I think everyone should have listened to her. I'm going to listen to her next time she comes up normal. Maybe I might actually win this week's take.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, no, seriously, were you still talking? No, I wasn't, actually. Were we you not? Wait, sorry. Uh, Alan.
5: Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, I mean, the Chicago fans are a bit spines, but like the UK <laughs> fans, you know, they don't follow the script. They cheer the heels, they boo the faces, and it, all. Probably anywhere in the UK, it was the perfect place for the cashing, where the little heel cashing in and big your face, but you the know, mix. You know, know. I think in between you know, we'll go the benefit of called Face, not cashing in the face,
3: taking the title. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect place for it. Yeah. I think the cash-in was great for a couple of reasons, so for me it added some doubt to the outcome of the men's money in the bank because I didn't think you <coughs> would have people running around with two suitcases on the same show, <laughs> so six briefcases, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can
6: just like... imagine Braun and Alex just proper running around with a briefcase <laughs> <laughs> it's like just running around in circles
5: with each other, it's like bringing a ring of roses.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Having I,
5: hands. Yeah. and then Ron jumps, she just goes,
3: <laughs> <laughs> she just fall 15 feet. So um, for me, that added some doubt into the outcome of the other match. So um, when she won that, I thought, right, it's gonna be a SmackDown person that wins the other match for them all. Alexa was a good champion, I thought, in Raw up until Survivor Series. And then she didn't really feature in Kurt Angle, mentioned this when she was complaining at one point in the build up to I think to Wrestlemania I think, said the you've the only had two matches yeah. 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 you've only had two matches or something
1: yep. but I've
5: definitely turned her title reign. I feel the elimination chamber because I don't know when I used but I expected her to be first eliminated to be honest yeah. I didn't expect her yeah, to actually do well it. Yeah. the fact that she'll win it
3: it's mind boggling. I mean, the story going into the Elimination Chamber was Sasha Bailey, mm-hmm. and that's what we thought we'd meant to see at WrestleMania. So I hope that we see the f- sort of Alexa Bliss of her first run, that sort of dastardly heel, not this cold character that didn't really do much in the latter parts. There
1: was a complaint online that I saw that was Alexa Bliss held a title every month from <coughs> October 2016 to April of this year. Seven. What?
4: It was December. Oh, it was, was December.
1: Yeah, because the match was postponed because Becky was injured, and then obviously had the match in Glasgow. Uh, sorry, yeah, December twenty sixteen. Done a date there to April of this year. That was the complaint a lot of people had. Did she need it? Is it necessary?
6: I don't think it was necessary. But see, <laughs> most of the roster, see apart from Charlotte and Becky, <laughs> Alexa's the best one. They are. Obviously she's good in the ring, and the fact that she can actually cut a promo and make you believe it. I mean, obviously I think everyone can remember a promo at Elimination Chamber. You all thought that was going to be the baby first time and then boom,
1: yeah,
6: right back, and that was it. it she's
1: she's done that a few times. She's done it on Talking Smack after winning the title. She's done it at Elimination Chamber, with, uh, like Sarah said there, and she's done it on Raw uh, last night, uh, two nights ago. Every time you get sucked in, like she sucked, not not just in the female division, the entire division, men and women, she's one of the best promo uh, makers. But Kwaku said he would like Alexa to win it if he couldn't get his pick Ember Moon for the simple fact the promo she would have with it, the fun she would have with it. We didn't even get that. It was like know. instant, she did not hang about. She wanted her title back.
7: That was, I, I'm not going to lie, I was kind <coughs> of annoyed too. Like in a weird way, annoyed to see her, that night again, I didn't want that to happen because I just think she would have had so much fun on Monday Night Raw with it and just winding everyone up, like she would purposely at the end of each match just walk down the ring, walk round it and walk back and just wind That would be up.
3: incredible. Uh, but yeah, it was in some ways, that, that would have been great, but this this in some ways was the perfect heel cash-in, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, she yeah. appeared from absolutely nowhere as well and suddenly was stood behind Ronda. I kind of feel oh, creative. Yeah
7: she's get all limitless opportunities ahead of her. She can do anything anyway. anyone. I mean, I feel bad because I do feel like that, that person that goes on TripAdvisor, puts two stars or writes two pages worth of nonsense down. I don't feel like that kind of pernickety person, but I would have preferred <laughs> that kind of thing. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it is a, a sort of <coughs> what could have been sort of thing, but we're going to run through the rest of the show quite quickly. Uh, we're going to go to the pre-show first. Bludgeon Brothers versus the club for the SmackDown Tag Titles. Sarah, you were the most ambitious, I think, in (laughs) this sweepstake.
6: I wouldn't have called myself ambitious. I was just hoping for Sanity to actually debut and you know help the club. Like that was that was my thing. But they were actually supposed to debut, and then they were just like, no, we're just taking SmackDown and let them you know come all the issues. Would you would you
4: really want to see them debut on a peace show?
6: No, wait, wait. I would like to have seen them just
3: debut in some sort of impactful way. But sanity's gimmick to have them suddenly announce, oh they're going to appear on the 20th, whatever. I know it's like, the oh, they've, 19th they've got June. a match
6: set on SmackDown. You're like, they they're just supposed, turn to
3: the, oh, yeah, they're yeah. supposed
6: to bring the chaos. They're supposed to bring the chaos. They're supposed to just appear. I mean, I would have loved it if a big demo just came like bulldozing through the crowd and broke the barrier. That would have been amazing. It's like when
5: Bryan his back, fighting that ruined that announcing an hour before the show. Because I remember having that conversation with David on the show He thinks it's perfect and I'm like no It would have taken like 30 seconds, a minute at most for that to hit Twitter and people go What? Tell you on and there you go, they've seen it It would have been the best thing and I could totally do like, sanity. They've missed a beat there They've made a massive mistake
1: Yeah, the match itself, pretty standard Bludgeon Brother match The club got a lot of offense in, I feel bad for the club I originally thought there was a rumours of a tag team Money in the Bank match but <laughs> the bar and the Usos being on SmackDown, I assumed them being in this was sort of like Lana last year. We don't have enough people for this money-in-the-bank ladder match, but pretty decent match, nothing really memorable, but you know, past the time until the main show started. Next two matches have sort of been negated now. With Daniel Bryan v. Big Cass opening it, and it was Big Cass's final match for sacked yesterday, sir.
6: Thank God. Oh no! Oh, no! So, oh, no! I, I, I could almost. not stand Big Cass. I could not stand him. He was boring, he was stale, and I just could not get invested in him. Was, like, see, whenever him and Enzo were together, Enzo was the mouthpiece, and there was a reason for that. You took Enzo away, and Cass just could not cut a formal to save himself. But he
5: was raw, he was just his not. Doesn't matter, he was just not. He needed the time to get. And any. they
6: gave him time, and he just didn't do it.
7: I wouldn't like got a month of time to be Doesn't I mean, matter,
6: he still went to business for himself, you don't do
7: that. To me, I think there's something extra <coughs> to the reason he was fired. Because it seems a bit abrupt and... Like, there is that whole thing of we've come to terms with it. The, there wasn't <laughs> the even, you the really know, we're from all the best and future endeavours. Yeah, future, future endeavours. Nope. You don't even get that. Yeah. It'll be interesting to know what exactly happened because I don't know, he was on a house show on Monday. And then all of a sudden he sacked what must have happened. Well, apparently,
5: McMahon right. sacked him face to face. Yeah, face to face. Also face. Is, but apparently, McMahon had tears in his eyes sacking him. Because McMahon thought this was the next big guy mm-hmm. for him. They were McMahon's to- the plans for him in five, ten years' time was he'd be talking about him with rock, Austin, Triple H. That was the plans he had forwarded from. And then he's had to sack him for whatever's happened behind the scenes. Yeah,
1: yeah the So we're, we're just speculating here because these are the rumours online. Uh, I like that. Yes, exactly. Uh, Wrestling Observer reported that McMahon called a talent, uh, an emergency talent meeting at four o'clock at SmackDown yesterday, and announced that Big Cass had been sacked. And basically told them that behaviour won't be tolerated no matter who you are. He was apparently intoxicated, meeting with fans on the European tour. There was an incident on a bus which can't really be attributed to him. The toilet door broke and he was locked in. Big big cast has claustrophobia, took a panic attack and being a big strong guy that he is broke the door, and that was the bus they had for the next three days of the European tour. There was a toilet on the bus with no door, so that was a bit unfortunate. Again, not really his fault that one they intox- just
5: unlucky. Yeah, the Fair. intoxication
1: thing is all him. As Sarah said, he went and the business for himself. The segment with a little person a few weeks ago he wasn't meant to get physical. WWE had to pay the little person more money for a physical role. And I think it's a case of that with poor attitude and he's a big pro-Trump supporter. I think the ruling, the rule I would
7: Again, That one, I, I think that one's a red herring, that one's irrelevant because, uh, okay, everyone knows about your Trump, but the whole WWE management is big on Trump. Look at the big family for I mean, they're re- on Trump. but
5: they're are registered Democrats though. Yeah, uh, but they're just the friends with Trump. There's a difference. The yep. thing, the they're thing registered Democrats. Apparently they're yep. registered Democrats, huh? Yeah.
7: Yep. yeah, but Linda Linda formed the administration.
5: I heard Vince and Vincent, Stephanie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Them. Yeah.
1: The thing was though, it wasn't he was a pro Trump fan, it was the fact that the unwritten rule in the WWE locker room is you can vote for who you wish but don't bring it into the locker room. And he was a rather outspoken. It's like, (coughs) you know, we had the independence vote here in Scotland and there was always one guy, either yes or no, no matter what you voted, he would tell you why you're wrong. If you told him why you were voting the same thing as him, he'd tell you why you're wrong. So uh, so there's always a no-all and I think that was the sort of reputation we yeah, got. I don't
4: know it's a tough situation, but so I just have this image in my head of like him being an outspoken Trump supporter in this Spanish locker room having this image of him going over to Saint Car, like, when well, that wall's built there's a no. Can I spring over springboard <laughs> over that wall? I don't know how you can.
3: Plan.
7: Is it Sakara yeah. just laying
4: them out like you laid <laughs> out the others?
7: Yep. Let's, let's move on. Please.
3: I think. Well,
4: oh, well, I've went too far <laughs> in yes.
3: Uh, back, back on the wrestling. I care. Going into this <laughs> match, I've got to say, this is another match that goes into the I couldn't have cared less column, uh, which it's a shame because it's not that long ago we didn't think we'd ever get to see Daniel Bryan wrestle again. And I think this is a really bad choice as a first feud back for Brian, um, so I didn't really care about this match. But the match was much better, than I thought it would be a lot of storytelling. I thought it was a bit off in it. So you had this narrative that emerged during the match of, oh, Cass has been training with. Uh, um sure, you like Thank you uh, On submissions I don't remember him su- Trying to sub- what single Submission hold during the match Yeah
1: he didn't even do like, An abdominal
3: stretch around Yeah So what suppose, Is he trying to prove He's the best wrestler Of the two of them that the commentators Were telling us Or was the story Big
1: man versus small man So I just didn't get that part Yeah it was a It was an odd odd uh, Pairing for that one But Daniel Bryan's moving on We have a WWE title match set for Extreme Rules, he's not in that. We have a US title feud going forward, he's not in that. So, is The Miz feud open or will there be a sort of stopgap then The Miz's SummerSlam?
6: Stopgap, he's been attacked by the Bludgeon
1: Brothers, so... Oh, I've not seen SmackDown. Oh, no, I'm no, no. so sorry. No, no, yeah, I, I didn't know that. We can he got Smackdown. laid out
6: by the Bludgeon Brothers, so <coughs> probably, they're going to probably throw him into a tag team at some point. I'm pretty sure Ty Dillinger's thrown his name out to get himself back on TV. Kind of a
3: good bar. I wouldn't say no to it. Good. Oh, you'd see the cheers of yes and ten.
6: Yes and ten. Oh. <laughs> ten uh, ten yeses!
3: <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a new tag
5: team, ten yeses. I'm put money in it. Get those t-shirts trademarked.
4: <laughs> uh, I actually quite like this match. I think it was better than it kinda had any right to be, especially after what happened at Backlash. And I don't know if you've got a little bit of it. Uh, cast family submissions, there a little uh, hint take from... Corey said it takes a lot longer than a few weeks to learn missions, I think
1: it was maybe a dig at punk. Yeah, I'm surprised there wasn't more CM Punk chants or FU Corey chants, mm-hmm. uh, given his recent well, Twitter activity. He
7: did also have a dig when Aidan English came out, said Chicago's favourite son.
1: Oh! Did you see, sorry, uh, talk about Aiden Moore uh, in the Money and Bank but his post on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people were complaining about, uh, they thought he was wearing punk stars. Yeah. It's the Chicago flag. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it's Very like, embarrassing. like I, I said private, but like someone saying you stole Zack Saber Junior's outfit. No, I'm wearing a Union Jack. <laughs> but uh, he, he said these stars belong to no one, man. These stars belong to home. I belong to Chicago. I think that was like short and sweet, to the point. But the last match and the quick run through, Seth Rollins, your Elias, I was convinced there was going to be like a guitar-related disqualification, and we'd have maybe some sort of guitar related Extreme Rules style match but Seth Rollins wins and then the next night in Raw loses the title in an open challenge to Dolph Ziggler. I bet you a weird booking decision. We'll go back to the actual match itself though, Sarah. Thoughts on the match? I loved it. <laughs> it was a great match. Yeah. I know, I
6: will actually be positive for once about, ma- about like, the sort of single matches for Money in the Bank. Um, no, honest to God, at the moment obviously I was just sitting watching it. the Battle of the beards. <laughs> right, you could not have a much more beautiful match than two men that looked exactly alike, fighting over a beautiful, prestigious belt. Um, but no, there was spots on it, There was, it was it the two actually worked really well together. It's probably been Elias' best feud that I've ever seen, and even that's when he was back in NXT, and he had some great feuds back then. But this is probably the best one, and I was like, I hope that he's not peaked. I really hope that he's not. Uh, considering there's been put forward that they're going to go in a new direction from obviously going possibly back to his drifter roots, which when he first obviously you first seen him coming around on Raw, just sort of walking through the audience, that was the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. But overall, like, match brilliant, said losing, not so much. Because shout out to James, we don't like his hair, okay? We don't like golf's hair, we don't like golf, okay?
1: The views of Sarah and James do not represent all of us here at Eat Sleep Soup let Retreat. I most still us, though. I things. still woo woo woo. I still want I got to be over. Woo 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 Zack Ryder. <laughs> uh, I know. I'm talking about everybody. I was about to mention I still want the rock to come back as well. I've still, like, i have
6: still like I Dolph <laughs>
1: It's my podcast, right? I'm not playing. <laughs> no, but Alan, uh, sorry Scott, Scott.
4: No, I just, oh yeah, Sarah. Like, were you watching the same guy? Because <coughs> what what great feats did Elias have in NXT? Because he was terrible in NXT. He didn't actually get good, so he came up.
1: In my opinion, I I kind of agree with Scott there. I thought he was dire in NXT. I remember
4: I seen he was one of the guys getting
1: called you up. You
6: guys have no appreciation for raw talent.
1: I, I like him now, but I did not like him then. I, I, like, him when got, when I like, he, like him now. He is a raw talent. NXT he, talent. It was awful.
4: When he got called <laughs> up, I, I mean, I remember the, the time I was like, oh no, why is he here? <laughs> Uh, he was known as the
1: drifter yeah Yeah, Drifter as we used to always show oh. I, I thought it was
5: a good match I, um, I'm glad Rollins has lost the title um, it's time for him, what, towards the main event status now um, he's done well with the title and just want to make one point that it's not a beautiful title I think the Intercontinental title was a horrid title <gasps> I think the old Intercontinental title is the best no yes. title. the white no, one is the best one no see when Cody Rhodes came out and he changed it I cried. I was like, you just get rid of the most attractive looking title in the whole company and you went back to that old piece of crap?
1: No! Yeah, I think it's the sort of the Wind Eagle thing the fans from, like, obviously you and Derek, you grew up with that title. Me and Alan grew up with yeah. what I call it. I spoke to my friend Gregor about this. He calls it the Triple H title because Triple H was the guy that held it. I call yeah, it the no. Rock title because the Rock was the first. guy. I would it Shamrock title. Shamrock. Oh, no, not the yeah. other one. I'm talking about the WWE title. Well, but, right, it's, it's, but, I, but it's the same sort of thing with. The title—it's the title we grew up with, so yeah. it's what we're used to. Yeah, I, yeah. I just don't like this new yeah. shape of it. I don't like it. I think it
5: needs a change. Yeah.
1: It's much like a Stevie Wilson. It's my podcast, and I'll grow up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary, quick thoughts on uh, Rollins be alive. <laughs> I
3: agree with the guys. Really good match. Seth has just been on fire this year, hasn't he? And he's a great example. Some of the stories he's been given and some things to be given to do haven't been the greatest, but he's really made the work. He's probably the most. Uh, exciting in ring performer on Raw, I would say. Um, when I seen this match, I thought, okay, the finish sets up a rematch, we're going to see a little series between these two. And I thought, potentially, drop the title to Elias and then he moves on to something else. And that was, you know, that playbook was ripped up and thrown out the
1: window come Monday, isn't it? <laughs> we, uh, we as well sort of note that uh, Michael Cole, I believe, made, as of Raw, it was. In the space of 80 days, he had eight televised singles uh, defences for the of Title. Brock Lesnar has not had that much in yeah. over a year and a half. Yeah. <sighs> I
3: just hope Seth doesn't go on to suffer from the curse of Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> he won. He's
7: going
4: uh, to for like, a Universal uh, title. Yeah, yeah, I think Rollins has been great. I mean, he, he got <coughs> hands down Mojo Rawley's best match ever. I just don't see if th- there's nothing for Dolph and, and Drew to because they really just were in like scope tie team squash match and they, they don't they're going to give the B team the title shot the Royal Tide Titles why couldn't this have been on on Money in the Bank, why couldn't Dolph or Drew have thought this?
1: Questions to be asked, also on the Mojo Raleigh front you've never seen the pre-show match against Curt Hawkins, masterpiece of its time but we're going to move on to the last match, the main event of the evening the men's Money in the Bank ladder match Quacko, uh, you've got some thoughts on this one?
7: Yes, can I just say my three favourite moments? Okay, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna be a sick man. Kevin always gets thrown off. Oh yes, yes. Well, well. second favorite moment and uh, there's a theme going on when Phil Balor is retrieving the ladder from the pile of Braun Strowman <laughs> 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 and Braun just reaches out and grabs it and he's pulling him back. Absolutely brilliant. And the third one is when a uh, Braun Strowman runs through that ladder snapping it.
5: But it's the business face that I love the best. <laughs> Miss sells those reactions. <laughs>
3: anyone
7: else
1: in either roster brilliant? Yeah, uh, Gary, what real thoughts on this?
3: Joe, Quacker, you know, uh, make some great points there. I I like the Strowman story that Kevin Owens was trying to build in the build leading up to this, and then in the match itself. This all takes Strowman out. And um, and then not have to worry about him. I was pleased that Strowman won, although he wasn't my pick to win it. And I'll be interested to see how Strowman goes about his cash in, because his character makes thinking. Well, I want the match.
7: Exactly. You know,
3: the match is happening now. Be be there ready this day, this time, Brock. Um, some of the bumps in this match, I thought, were pretty incredible. Some spots so that they're, they're owing off the ladder, Balor's second gra as well from outside the ring yes. back into the ring it was pretty good many more sort of big high spots I thought in this match than there was in the other Gladers match that we had on it Um and yeah you stole some of the, the thunder thoughts I had there I, I actually really enjoyed this match Um I, I think it helps um Establish some of the others a bit more credibly because it actually to the course of the match. I thought well, actually, this could go anyway. I, I thought some more Joe would come away from the win. I felt like he needs the big win, but I'm not disappointed that Strowman got the big win because I did think he needed one as
1: well. Yeah, we had obviously you talked about Braun Strowman wasn't your pick, mm-hmm. or you went our pick to be on this show. It was Lucy, and Braun Strowman was her pick. <laughs> Lucy in the sweepstake was the only person to get a single Money in the Bank winner right, nobody got the women, and only one person guessed but on, and it was Lucy, well, that's that, why
7: we're experts, exactly. <laughs>
1: that's why literally, listen to nothing, that's we why st- we have a diverse panel, yes,
7: on, this sh-
1: at on least, yeah, these shows,
7: diversity of idiots, yes.
1: <laughs> that's why we had 16 people in it, hoping at least one is right, <laughs> that, right? we were wrong on the women's front, uh, Sarah, thoughts on the men's Money in the Bank? Right, right, right?
6: No, oh, well, I enjoyed it but there's not really much else to say that hasn't already been said, so I'll let someone else have a chat.
5: I agree, it was a bright match, um, I don't think it was as good as the female match, but one thing I did love about matches is when everyone was just ramming, you know, all these lads on top of Stokeman and Miz just ran in the ring, I started running up <laughs> and he started getting them and it was just a face he posed when he realises they're coming for me <laughs> That was great was that was Absolutely great. brilliant um, I'm going to be controversial I'm devastated that Strowman won I'm kind of fed up with Strowman being this over-dominant guy and I thought either just get, have me take out uh, Lesnar and then that's it and deal with it but I just kind of feel like it's kind of put a lot of people back I feel like we're seeing a about Rollins getting pushed forward so. For Universal title I think it's going to put him getting a, a, a one of that the Universal title at least six months because I think it's one to I think what well, I think they'll end up doing is put someone that like owns to face Lesnar well, uh, Bron will cash in but I think it will be um, Rollins that stops Braun, but it's going to be a good title I,
7: I think it's put everyone back at six months see I agree with you but for a different reason Um like I don't think it should be put on brawn because there's no point building him up as this gag who doesn't give a damn about anything, picks a 10 year old as his tag team partner because he could win the tag team titles himself. And then you give him something that's synonymous with a cheap um, ultimate opportunist win where you're basically going on the person that is. Completely wasted out. You just need to lay a punch on them and then accounted it for free. It, it just doesn't make sense. Do you think he's going to an elite club of losers? Um, I don't think so. No, like he'll. he'll well, I don't want to say definitely because if he saw my sweepstakes score, I should not predict anything. Um, and yeah. that's why my career as a weatherman never took off. Um, <laughs> so, um, like, just thinking, can like he. Sh- if you're gonna give him that character as a dominant guy who doesn't give a damn about anything and just throws himself in it, You don't give him the thing that makes it a cheap one If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm.
1: So something Gary said about Ron being the champion, though, which by the way, something we didn't know, he didn't unhook it. He snapped it down. They, they. The, like the See nothing again. Yeah. T- yeah, but his was meant. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you were talking about Braun calling out Brock and saying, "Be here this week. I'm cashing in." I'd like to see you now with the Roman thing at the lead up to WrestleMania Brock Lesnar didn't show up. Have Paul Heyman come out and go, no, 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 we don't care if you will get the money in the bank. When Brock shows up, you can take your chance then. That sort of thing, like, Brock does not show up on your time.
3: And The guy's made an interesting point, one I hadn't thought of. Now with Alexa Bliss having already cashed in, we're going to have a year, essentially, of not having that type of cash in that Kwaku described. So the jeopardy that we've become accustomed to of somebody carrying the case for a while, we're not really going to have this year, which
7: is not something i would thought about before. i would be surprised if gone. we had that. Ladies and gentlemen, listening, that's why you should tune in every week to our show, and we'll hear if Stephen cashes in a despair change of the time <laughs> contract. What's more exciting?
4: Sorry, I don't know if I can add anything else to my about Like you said, it's already been said, but I think the outcome clearly shows that Kevin Owens was the smartest man in that match because he told everybody we need a gang up on Braun Strowman, and look what happened. Mm-hmm. Also, you talk about Seth been pushed back I actually don't think Seth's going to be challenging for the other 7 times. And I think what's going to happen is.
1: He's going to try and challenge Baffrey's you know, inter-ponential title, and then we're going to see the return of a certain uh, lunatic fringe as a heel. That's a good shout. Uh, Sarah, you said you, uh, obviously everything had already been said. What's your thoughts on the actual winner himself, Braun Strowman?
6: Didn't need it. He didn't need it. Obviously, you've been building him up as this big, bath, mm. massive juggernaut. You didn't need him to have it. Like You could have given it to, I think, obviously, like even though, he wasn't my pick and like obviously I would have loved The Miz to win it, let's face it, I want to have angry Miz girl again. <laughs> um, But I would have preferred Samoa Joe, he needed it the most out of all the guys. Like Kevin Owens, who's already been Universal Champion and he was a good Universal Champion. You had Finn Balor, first ever Universal Champion, even though he's been sort of floundering but that's not his fault because alongside AJ Styles, Finn Balor's is one of the best wrestlers in the world. And I will fight anybody on that. Literally, I will fight anybody on that. I said one of, I said one of a longest ladies. No, I think he's, he's definitely. <laughs> I thought hours going to hit me there, I totally but, um, <laughs> yeah. So like, you've got those people. That obviously, they probably they didn't need it, but they needed it more than Showman, in my opinion. But out of all of them, it was Samojo they that needed. Like even obviously, people will argue and say that Rusev needed did it the most. He didn't need it the most, obviously. Rusev's one of the most over guys, and obviously he, you can tell with that when they put him into the Gauntlet match, sort of spoilers for SmackDown, and he becomes the new number one contender to face AJ Styles at Extreme Rules. I think this is like obviously that's going to be the match that everybody's been finally wanting to happen because obviously Rusev Day is one of the most over things in the world. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am not the huge fan of Rusev. I like him, but I'm not a huge fan of Rusev Day. But even he needed it more the showman, but not as much as Joe. Joe's the one that needs it and I'm hoping to God that they do actually something good with Joe and obviously even just put him, somehow get him involved in the mid-card match with Shinsuke and Jeff. I would love to see a triple threat with those three.
1: Yeah, be absolutely amazing. Uh, you're talking about how obviously you're not a big fan of the Rusev day. I'm a fan of Rusev day. I was never the biggest fan of Rusev. <coughs> like, I found his undefeated, stre- I find undefeated streak boring. I, like Alan says, a bit m- modern title range, four months max. I think the handicap booking, and much like we've seen with we Asuka, as soon as they lose, it's like, well, their luster's gone. It's like, it adds a bit less predictability to the matches, but it's something that's just. Okay. But yeah, Rusev, I think, Rusev Day, I, I disagree. I think that's the best thing about Rusev now, but. I've never been a big fan of Rusev. I just I don't see it. I think he's a funny guy, I think he's a nice guy to do PR, but I don't think he's as good as they make out to be.
5: I think, I think he is. He's taken a long time to get to this level. I think there's much more for him. I see him as a future world champion, um, but I totally agree. You. Once you look at under the feet, you're nothing really, in WWE. I mean, WrestleMania, I where your streak goes to dining. You yeah. taker. That's what. you've a taker, you've had um, Rusev, Asuka, the greatest one of them all, Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's it's a it's a shame that it happens like that. And I think he's a guy that really deserves it. Um, and it's about time he got it, in my thing.
1: Something I will say as well. You now we saw Rusev lose three in a row to John Cena. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much that hurt him? A couple of months later, uh, on SmackDown. Cesaro was only the second person to pin him. They made such a big deal about it, and then it was like everyone just like, yeah, but he's lost three times to John Cena. He's already lost three times, or fourth loss, isn't exact he lost yeah. multiple tag matches, so it was just like, yeah, who cares? Yeah,
4: it'll be interesting to see what happens, come we with Rusev, because uh, I mean, there were talks uh, last year around uh, the time when Jinder won the title. Oh, uh, the other rumor was that that push was actually mega Rusev, because uh, Ryan Ward, the head writer at the time, was really big on him. And then suddenly just, it got given uh, to uh, gender because they that the promos of him refusing to debut on SmackDown until he got a world
1: title shot at Money in the Bank. And then I just went nowhere. Yeah, and then he just debuted to fight Cena because Cena needed an opponent. Because
3: America. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Rusev, we've talked about Rusev's undefeated streak. Rusev was cast as a heel for a lot of that time, but he didn't behave like a heel. He didn't cheat to win any of his matches. He didn't do you know, have any underhand tactics. He was just a former...
6: No, they had Lana for that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so. But it was a bit like the strowman character, the super athlete just yeah.
5: demolished everyone. And the fact he did that in his bare feet as well. I feel like
1: the creeps yeah. I don't know, his
6: feet
1: much have stunned. Yeah. Oh, i have to feet now See, that, that was something as well Something that annoys me about the WWE's a global company And then they do the America thing And it's like We're proud of our country You should be proud of your country I am yeah. proud of my country Is it America? No we, we
3: can't talk in this country I was in a venue last <laughs> night When a guy got booed for being Scottish Shocking this me. is
6: why WWE should come to Scotland
3: yes. Mm. Yes. we're lovely lovely people Uncle
6: Paul get on
3: it <laughs> he was up against a super popular uh, so it was Wolfgang I'm talking about finding uh, Adam Cole hey, hey bye bye Cole,
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, the only person cheering for uh, Wolfie I hope you he heard them, was Lucy the top of her. oh you man uh, well I was with her <laughs> uh, two of us and two guys behind us Um Cheering for Wilfie. Did anyone see his suit before the fight? Yes. Oh. It's so like Bay Rollers. It really. It also <laughs> was a it's thing of Wilfie. He's the only guy I know could pull that off. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't say this to him in his face. Uh, I've met him
1: before. He's a, he's a strapping guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say something derogatory. Really. Like, no, a strapping guy, tell him that. Just go cheer him and move okay, on. Yeah, but I wouldn't make fun of his uh, suit. No, no. Wonderful. I'm sorry, but he won, the tw- he won Twitter
7: with the baby gifts before the fight. Yes. Yeah. So he's put up gifts of like a baby walking to a and then leave it quickly. <laughs> no, no. They say stuff like, Adam Cole walks in and
3: sees see Wilfink walks away. He <laughs> did retweet uh, Lucy's
7: picture. Yeah. As well. He's a him. great lad. He is a yeah. great
3: lad.
1: Yeah, one of our own. But... Wilfink, we want an interview, basically. Yes, please get in touch. The DM's open. We're nice. We, we have Haribo. He's <laughs> lost <laughs> <I've laughs> us an ear off. Haribo fucking sniffing there, right? But, uh, yeah, so we've talked about cash ins. Can I just put a wee... Uh, I think it was used to talking about Kevin Owens maybe fighting Brock Lesnar. I would like Kevin Owens to fight Brock Lesnar, Strowman to cash in, and then Owens is the sneaky heel to get the pin. I think that would be absolutely tremendous. I think it sets up, it, it lets Brock go away, which Alan would love.
5: Yes. <laughs> If, follow me, I'm going to put it in Twitter what I think of him, follow me, I'll tag him in it, see at, if he's got the guts to reply to the at, big dog. At <laughs> me, Lucas Allen, he's not got internet, he lives in the woods. I don't think he Ad- advocate, does. He doesn't really care what you say, he's beat you twice, he's beat, the, no, no, he's beat, he's beat the fake me, he's not beat the real me. <laughs>
1: we we will miss Alan on this podcast <laughs> next week's show will be dedicated to him but uh, <laughs> Is this the song we're start? so just uh, see
5: when I walk in you have a big red title <laughs> then you're going to know
1: Bop from www.shop.com <laughs> oh, uh, you probably should really tell <laughs> so i have got to quickly just go around the panel any sort of dream scenarios for a cash in Sarah
6: See if I'm showman actually turned brief- his briefcase into a set of rocks. <laughs> like, a big boulder, like a big boulder. That would be amazing, like actually getting hit him over the head with a boulder.
7: Like a granite rock?
6: Yes. It suits him. Two of them just smack them like
5: this. I they'll just,
6: I don't know how you go, but no. I don't know, it's really really hard. I would actually love to see him jump Brand, and go to Smackdown and cash in. I would love it, because it's actually not Brand specifically. They did say it? Money in the Bank it was. But the money in the bag briefcase is not brand specific. It was over two brands. He could easily jump ship, and I would not say no to it.
1: So the shout AJ
5: Styles v Braun Strowman would be immense. Alan. Ah, uh, and out of cash and the Lesnar in Minnesota. Oh. oh. Sorry, I just like if
4: you customise the case, I'd like a black case with just the words Braun, but it goes it goes around because it bra. it just goes all the way around forever. <laughs> I just love, like, if they had, like, whoever's fighting them at summertime, they bring him with like, one of these obligatory appearances on Raw, they hype it up, then Braun just gets him on his way down the ring like he wasn't expecting it. Just, like, and some of that throws it off, because we're expecting you know, all, like, say it's Roman Reigns, or we're another Roman, and then, like, two weeks before, Brock's, Braun's cast in. i kind of swerve.
1: <laughs> uh, Gary, any quick thoughts before we finish up?
3: Yeah, I-, I can see the scenario of, um, of uh, Heyman being on Raw, trash-talking with them one week in Braun, saying to him, this time, next week, be there. But it's going to be a Summer Slam match, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's so. A big, big show bag like that on Raw. Be here
1: next week. We're going to do this. And EP, any quick thoughts before we wrap up?
7: Um, oh, you put me on the spot. See, I would, be Braun, I would like to see him just walk out and just dominate anyone and not actually want to cash it in just like completely trash everything run chaos, go to Smackdown, run chaos, run chaos everywhere and just forget to cash in at any time
1: I like to see him do it like the hardcore title cash in on Lesnar's farm and you see him get <laughs> chased off his property with a shotgun <laughs> holding the title ever closely Just
4: tip him, and his sleep like Jerry Briscoe crash all the and come to whisper it looked like he's gonna hear them <laughs> Ralph is the new universal
1: champion so that's going to do it for our Money in the Bank 2018 uh, review. Uh, if you want to see how our panel did, you can listen to our NXT podcast and our Money in the Bank preview podcast on iTunes, Anchor, Podbean, Podmatic, anywhere podcasts are. So just type in Suplex Retreat. We'll probably be there. Uh, give us a rating, give us a like. If you don't like it, don't leave it and go away. Leave us alone. Uh, next weekend we're going to be t- uh, next weekend, yeah, yes, we've got big weekend plans, lads. Next <laughs> Wednesday we're going to be uh, covering the best of twenty eighteen so far. The first half of the show dedicated to Scotland's own ICW, and a brief period dedicated to New Japan. Indie people, could you leave us alone? We don't watch a lot of New Japan. We've watched enough. We'll cover the good matches, and then the second half will be all about WWE NXT so far so forth we've got a lot coming up this summer uh july 4th our ep Quackers in the hosting chair for best wrestling themes july 11th we're moving in a tv we're going to be covering the global wrestling series uh on july 18th our resident interviewer and in bath bomb princess we'll be having a may young look back we've got so much coming up shugs summer slam all in everything on the podcast make sure to tune in that's at suplex retweet on twitter instagram and facebook Thanks to the panel, Alan, Scott, Sarah, Gary, and E.P. Quaker. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next week for the best and worst matches of 2018 so far. See you later.
3: Listen, cunts, I don't care what the f*** you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag
0: of d*** tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online. You should be subscribing. You should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the f*** you're doing
2: that's what you should be doing I don't care if it's your mum's birthday I don't care if she's feeling contractions get on it right now